good afternoon. I'm the Reverend Dr. James T. Morris, presiding elder of the Central Florida District of the Christian Methodist Episcopal Church and the senior pastor of Carter Tabernacle CME Church here in Orlando, Florida. Welcome to this edition of Morris Mondays. Well, what a week we've been through. What a week we've been through. On Tuesday, because of the work of Georgians and progressives across this nation, we were able to elect Reverend Raphael, Raphael, excuse me, Warnock and John Ossoff to the United States Senate. Two Democrats from the red state of Georgia. I told you we could do it. I knew we would. Just think of what you accomplished, Georgia. Just think of what was accomplished for America. It says that there, in the stronghold of the Republican Party, when progressives and people of color come together, we can do marvelous things. Now, in the Senate, it is 50-50, Republican and Democrat. Why am I smiling? Because that means Kamala Harris, Vice President-elect, soon to be Vice President Kamala Harris, who, by the way, will be President of the United States Senate, will be able to break tie votes on strategic, strategic legislation facing the Senate. But we must remember that that means that the Speaker of the House and the leader in the Senate will have to keep the parties together. So we've got to keep pressure on the Democrats to stay in line and remain unified as a party. We can have no infighting. We can have no disagreements. If we're gonna get legislation done for the people of this nation, the Democrats have got to stick together so that when the tie is made, Vice President Kamala Harris can break the tie. And so Tuesday night into early Wednesday morning, we were rejoicing. Tuesday night, the election was called for Raphael Warnock. It took Wednesday in the late morning for the call to be made for John also. And while the call was being made for John also, while we were waiting to hear the news, Donald Trump 
with that around him in front of the White House, revving up his supporters to tell them to attack the United States Capitol. Unbelievable that a president, let's forget about Donald Trump right now, but that a president of the United States would say to a group of people, converge upon the Capitol. The only way change is going to happen, the only way we're going to get what we want is for you to fight. Can you imagine that? Well, I suppose you tell me, yes, I can. Because that's exactly what happened. It was a disgusting day, a sad day for America and for democracy. The way we looked all across the world now, it's terrible, it's horrible. I never thought I would live to see the day when something like this would happen. Now, I join the cavalcade of persons who are calling for the immediate resignation of Donald Trump. I wish the 25th Amendment would be invoked, but I don't hold out for that because many, many members of the cabinet have retreated, as cowards do, so they don't have to make the decision. I don't think our vice president has the nerve enough to do it. He's still who knows what. Why he would still be loyal to a man who is not loyal to him, I can't figure out. And then the idea of impeachment sounds good, but it'll only be the fact or the case in the House the way it was before because Republicans will not vote for impeachment. And so I'm joining that growing swell, that tidal swell of persons who are calling for his resignation. Back in 1968, there were a, a group of senators who held firm and kept watching Nixon. By the time 1972 rolled around, they realized that enough was enough. We need some senators to perhaps go to the White House, tell Donald Trump it's over, it's time to resign for the good of the nation. We can't hope things will get better, can't wish things will get better. We've got to make sure things get better. Donald Trump has, what, 11 more days 
in the White House. He can wreak all kind of havoc in the time he has left. I don't think we can afford to sit and wonder what he'll do next. We can't afford it. We've got to act now. Not only should the president resign, but every one of those sycophant senators and members of the House who supported Trump and who supported the takeover, the coup of our nation's government should be forced out of office. This is unacceptable. What they stood by and watched happen is unacceptable. They need to go as well. As I said in my message yesterday, if this had been a Black Lives Matter protest, there would have been human carnage all over the Capitol grounds, not the Capitol steps, not the porticos of the Capitol, not statuary hall of the Capitol, but on the grounds. Because you and I know that had it been a Black Lives Matter movement protest, they wouldn't have gotten any further than the Capitol grounds. I watched, you watched, people strolling up the drive, up the walkway of the Capitol, then up the steps without an ounce of confrontation, without Capitol Police, going into action to move them away. And they got into the Capitol. Into the Capitol, where the number two and number three person in the line of succession were in the building. And you're gonna tell me that the Secret Service or Homeland Security or the FBI or the Capitol Police were not there prepared for anything that could happen. 2,300 Capitol Police, and I understand only 500, this is a report I got, only 500 were on duty that day, that day, when there had been Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, traffic, weeks, days ahead, calling for convergence upon the U.S. Capitol. And you're going to tell me they were outnumbered? Nobody in their right mind believes that. I said it Sunday. I'll say it again today. It was an inside job. There are people who need to pay for this. 
we cannot allow what happened to go unchecked and the persons who perpetrated the attempted coup must be punished one and all. Finally, let me say to you, those of you listening to me who don't look like me, who say you know this is not America. Maybe it's not America if you're Caucasian, but if you're African-American, a Latino-American, this is the America we've always known. This is America we've always been subject to. So wake up, America. Wake up out of your slumber of exceptionalism. Wake up, America, out of the idea that this is the best country on the face of the earth. Wake up, America. We've got some serious problems that we have not addressed that are hundreds of years old until everyone is treated the same, regardless of race, creed, color, or sexual origin, until everybody is treated the same. This will never be the America we project it to be. If we're going to make it to the America we project it to be, we've got some serious changes that we've got to make. The question is, are we willing and are we ready to make those changes? To become a righteous people. And as I've said to you before, righteousness is right relationship. We must be in right relationship with one another. Well, that's all for today. I hope, I pray, that America will truly become the land of the free, the home of the brave. I hope one day, I pray that one day that we will all be treated equally because we are all God's children. Remember, heaven is watching how we respond. See you next time. God bless you. You can listen to Hashtag Morris Mondays anytime via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and where other podcast outlets are available.
Get ready as Carter Tabernacle celebrates 105 years in ministry. The theme for this year is Down Through the Years, His Grace and Mercy Surround, beginning tomorrow night at 7 p.m. with the sweet hour of prayer and Bible study. Then on Wednesday night at 7 p.m., a midweek virtual worship pausing in its presence, featuring guest preacher, Bishop Teresa E. Jefferson Snorton, the presiding prelate of the 5th Episcopal District of the CME Church. Then on Friday night at 7 p.m., down through the years, a virtual commemorative journey. Leading up to Sunday, this Sunday, January 17th at 10 a.m. at 1 South Cottage Hill Road, Orlando, Florida, 32805, we celebrate our 105th homecoming. You can join us in our parking lot or on our live streaming platforms. For more information on everything homecoming, please visit www.cartertabernaclecme.com. Oh, and I forgot to mention, this Sunday's guest speaker for homecoming is none other than Reverend Diane Hinton. We'll see you this week.